Hey, Pure Golf Podcast listeners, you can find our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. To check out our weekly YouTube videos, go visit My Pure Golf. Link will be in the bio. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Pure Golf Podcast. We have a very special podcast in store for you guys today. Uh, we are starting off with a brand new topic. It is called The One Minute Vent. Um, Jordan kind of gets into it as this podcast goes along of what exactly it is, but stay tuned for that. It uh, We're going to have some pretty special memories Absolutely. as we go along with this podcast Absolutely. with that topic. Uh, and then after that, we are jumping right into what separates a pro golfer from an amateur golfer or even a scratch golfer. Um, because a lot of people like myself don't fully know what really the difference is between a scratch golfer and a person you see on TV. Uh, and then after that, Jordan and I, since Christmas is coming along, uh, are jumping into what am I asking Santa to bring me for my golf game? And I think both of us have very different interpretations of what that may yeah, be. Yeah, I'm still curious myself of what we're going to So anyways, uh, thank you guys so much again for supporting the page and the channel. Uh, if you can, please leave a like. Subscribe if you want to get more involved in my pure golf. I will leave in the description below how to do so. Um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoy. My gosh. All right, okay. so I'm going to introduce a new segment into the podcast today the one minute vent. Okay. So Tiger has a rule that after he hits a bad shot or a shot that he feels is bad, yeah, he gives himself an internal timer to complain, to be upset. And then as soon as it's, as soon as it's done, it's done. We don't revisit it. So that's what I'm going to do with you today is I feel like you have a topic that you want to vent to me about. We're going to have Siri get a timer going. Yeah. You have 55 seconds to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Done. And then at the end of 55 seconds, you're, you're we're calling done. And I can't say anything else. You can't say anything else. Okay, perfect. Hey, Siri, set a timer for 57 seconds. 57 seconds, starting now. Go. Okay, so I, first off, Cartersville, Georgia is one of the most frustrating places, okay? Who has a parade at 12, like middle of the day, 12 p.m.? It doesn't make any sense to me at all, okay? So one of the biggest things that happened is I'm trying to go into work today. We have this podcasting session at one. One of the biggest things that happened to me was, okay, I am starving. I haven't had any lunch today. I need to go to Chick-fil-A. Also, I'm rushing because I'm trying to get here, right? One of the worst things happened today because of that parade, I wasn't able to go to Chick-fil-A. So then I'm like, okay, what are the other options so that I don't have to come back, reel back to Chick-fil-A? I'm already late coming here. So what do I have to do? One of the biggest things I was like, okay, I am not the biggest fan of Panera Bread. I'm not. I think it's just overpriced food for something that's just so average. And I'll say that. It's a hot topic. I don't care. I had to go today and I spent, guess how much I spent? 23. I'm going to I'm gonna say it even though the... I spent $21 today on my lunch. Okay. That's a lot. That's all I can say. So we're, done. Can say. We're, we're, we're done. We're right. done with the uh, the section. <laughs> we said before we started recording, yeah. do you want like amateur golfer and then uh, scratch I'm, golfer? What I'm approaching this from the average golfer. So like – Interesting. And, and what I mean by average is for – like I know 98 is our average golfer. I'm approaching this from like 80s and below. Okay, so like a yeah, person who shoots yeah, 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 yeah. consistently in the eighties down to scratch, like it's not that's that's fine. That's what we need to like classify sure. it as. Okay. So what separates a pro golfer from an amateur golfer or even 
a scratch golfer. Okay. I'm going to take this question strictly as scratch golfer because okay. every stat that I have for us today yep. is straight up just scratch golf. Okay. It's nothing worse than that. Um, so just keep that in mind if you're listening to this on the podcast. Uh, Where are you pulling your stats from? So I am pulling my stats from golfmonthly.com. I'll leave okay. the website in the description below as well because I'm literally reading it verbatim, the stats from each specific thing that they okay. provide. So, okay. So you're approaching it from a statistical standpoint and yeah. I'm approaching it from a not – I'm going to just say not statistical standpoint. Well, it's a very matter of fact Absolutely. Standpoint. But I think that's kind of how I have to approach it because yeah. I – have not seen it firsthand. Mm -hmm. You have kind of been in this realm for a while. I'm approaching it as a literal average golfer that doesn't really know the difference, if I'm being honest with you. I have a list on my end of now 22 things that separates average from pro. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is not like... A lot of that isn't our fault. And I'll, I'll put it like that. And so some of it is our fault. Others, it's, it's not really our fault. Let's just go to the matter of fact thing is like the time they put into the game is way longer than a lot of us. Like you and I picked up golf in our early 20s. Yep. They've been playing golf since they were two, three, four, five, six, like from a very young age. So they have had way more time and way more practice than any of us. Mm-hmm. And then from that, their bodies are just trained to perform differently. So they they know how to use their muscles better and know how to lo- load the club more efficiently. Yeah, and, okay. and I'll just add on to that. Like, my body, I feel like I'm very athletic. Mm-hmm. However, I do not have a golfer's body. Sure. Hey, LeBron James, freak athlete, but watch him swing a golf club and he's no longer Charles athletic. Barkley. Charles Barkley, like that type of stuff. Because they've been given more time, they know how to use their bodies more effectively to generate the ball and going where it needs to go. The distance they hit the ball is way farther than us. They have access to literally the best golf equipment in the world, no matter what. And with that, they have access to even things that are still being prototyped and everything like that. So it is the cutting edge of the cutting edge, like stuff that like the top, the top golf companies sell isn't available to us for another year or two down the road because they're still prototyping it with their pros and everything like that. Yeah. But it's still, even with that, they also, they have access to more complete fittings because they're working with the top of the industry at all times. So if their game gets a little bit of, you know, squirreliness to it, they can go get a fitting at any point because it's kind of part of their contract. It kind of puts them back together. Yeah, absolutely. Their golf balls fit their game far better than our golf balls fit ours because they have done the testing with what ball they know what they want to use. Whereas you and I are going to the PGA store right down the road and buying what is on sale that week. You know, absolutely. We're kind of like, um, we're trying to save money. You know, they don't have that. Yeah. So they also have access to, um, the best doctors, the best therapies, the best like recovery systems, all that type of stuff. Like I said, their bodies are just different and they are coming at it from a, a very different point than we are. Yeah. And so with all that, you're you're kind of saying to yourself like, yeah, that does separate the, them from us. But in terms of longevity, which everybody's after in golf, that's how you repeat the same performance over and over is by resetting your body back to where it needs to be. That's and huge, yeah. And it's something that we don't often think about of like, yeah, Dustin Johnson can literally hit the ball 350 yards. But like, let's say... Just before the Masters one year, 
Dustin Johnson fell down a flight of stairs. If you and I fall down the flight of stairs, we don't have access to go see the best doctor in the world. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And get put back together and everything mm-hmm. like that. You and I have to, we have to settle for, for less, you yeah. know? And it is a slower recovery process because we don't have access to the top of the line. You know what I mean? I do. I do. Every, <clears throat> I'm sorry, no, every go ahead. single little thing in their life mm-hmm. from out of the womb mm-hmm. has tailored has been tailored for them to go pe- compete where they're at right now. Yeah, that is the biggest thing. It's not like you or I, where it's like, okay, we get done at work at five p.m. It's like, okay, how much time do we have to actually right. go to the driving range mm-hmm. and try and get better? They're waking up at six o'clock in the morning. They're being able to get every single little thing in their day mm-hmm. revolves around them competing on tour, which we can't. We have other priorities. Sure, sure. So, we are playing a game where every, literally, every detail matters. Like the shaft in your club, the grip on your club, the size of the grip on your club, and everything like that. Like. If every detail matters in the golf swing and in the golf game, so does your lifestyle, okay? Yeah. And so their lifestyle is literally, like like you said, like from the moment they were born, it was golf or it was nothing, you know? Yeah. It's not just a matter of it's a 40-hour-per-week job for them. It is literally their lifestyle. It's yeah. how they eat. It's how they train. It's how they exercise. It's all that. I see it as like, you know, those, those, those graphs that have the massive curve. The yeah, the bell curve. Bell yeah. curve. Yep. Um, I see it as like what they do, it just adds up over time. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Like if you're putting in eight hours, this is just the most simple way to explain it. Yep. If you're putting eight hours into something that you're passionate in it compared to you or I that may get one hour a day, mm-hmm. that is, what is that? Eight times? Is that eight times? Yeah. 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 That is eight times the amount of work that mm-hmm. you're putting in per week. And then you add that up over a span of time where it's like you or I started in our early 20s. Yep. They started when they were right out of the womb. Yeah. I mean, that's that's ridiculous amounts of advantage. It is. Right there. So I mean, Tiger's been golfing since he was two years old. Yeah. So, and then he put in eight to 12 hour days, like on just like hitting golf balls and lifting and all that stuff. It's literally, it's a different game for us and for them. One of the biggest things to highlight here is a professional's uh, Scott Fawcett calls it their shotgun spread. Scott Fawcett is a, like a, a course management teacher of their mishits and their bad shots are very tight together, whereas ours are very widespread and could be like all over the place. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So their misses are just better than ours. Their misses are typically like our best shots. Like you've been on the course of you and I are just happy to hit the green, you know, whereas there, I know you've seen Hideki Matsuyama of like, (laughs) this man is throwing a club down on the ground and he's like 10 feet from the pin. Like that's the difference in, in a nutshell from us to them is like, I'm going to read these stats. I think this is a good time while, while we're just talking about their misses compared to ours. Cause this is what golfmonthly.com says. The stats are from a PGA tour pro versus a scratch handicap golfer. Mm -hmm. And I think majority of average golfers look as at a scratch golfer Mm -hmm. as like the cream of the crop. Yeah. That is like, I think that is, you know, you ask 90% of golfers, they want to be a scratch golfer. That's what they see it as. Right. So first stat three putts per round, Scratch golfers have 1.3 per okay. round. PGA okay. Tour Pro is 0.54. That's the average PGA Tour Pro. Every okay. stat I'm going to say is average. Yep. One putts per round. Scratch is five. PGA Tour Pro, seven. Okay. Putts per round, mm-hmm. just in general, mm-hmm. scratch is at 30.7. 
PGA Tour Pro is 29.06. Okay. okay. That's actually a little better than I thought. That's so, actually shocking that it's yeah, so close together. Okay. Yeah. I was, it must be the other shots then. Actually, we're about to get into that. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, green and reg. Probably the number one stat is scratch is 50%, 50%. scratch is 56% of the time. Okay. PGA Tour Pro is 65.5% of the time. So almost a 10% increase mm-hmm. in greens and regulation. Okay. You want to know something even funnier? We can get into another podcast that's actually down. It used to be higher. You serious? With the, with the technology and everything? Is with that the where te- you're going? So actually, the technology has made it worse. There was a year there where they were 70 and above. Really? I'm serious. Wow. And with the technology, it's kind of babied them to, they're actually missing more. I think you talk, we talked about this earlier. Is yeah. it because like because of the technology, their swing is not as refined because of the technology? They, yeah. yeah. Knew that. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest one. This is the kind of the biggest one that I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, green and reg. Who do you think is the leader? Because I do have the leaders of every single stat. Green and reg from this year. I, I can't believe I'm saying this name. Is it Jordan Spieth or no? Scotty Scheffler. Okay. He's at 72% of the time. Okay. So that's kind of like in range of what you were thinking. Okay. Driving distance. This is kind of the biggest one. Okay. okay? You talked about this on your part. Mm-hmm. Uh, scratch golfers. The average yardage for a scratch golfer. Can I take a guess? Take a guess. 265. Not even, well, you're kind of close. 259 yards. Okay. Okay. PGA Tour Pro average. Yeah. Do you want to take a guess? Average? Is it carry or total? This is just driving distance. I'm going to say 310. It's 299.8. That's carry. Okay. That's carry. Then it rolls out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. carry. Okay. Got you. Um, driving accuracy. Scratch, 51%. PGA Tour Pro, 59.7%. I believe that one. Okay. 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 Uh, birdies per round. Scratch, 2.2 birdies per round. PGA Tour Pro, 3.64. I thought that would be higher. Really? I really did. Interesting. Interesting. This is where it comes. I think this is where the biggest one comes. Come. Bogies per round. Okay. Scratch golfers, 4.6 bogeys per round. PGA Tour Pro, 2.6. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a few more stats in here. I'm not going to get into it because it's kind of, you know, the same stuff over and over. Okay. But the way that I picture it, the PGA Tour tournaments, mm-hmm. they're three days Four, four days? Four days. Four. Okay, so four days, and you have these stats over four days. Mm-hmm. I feel like a scratch golfer, three out of ten times, they may score better than a PGA Tour Pro just because of like just the given day, mm-hmm. but the consistency over the four days just will not be there for a scratch golfer. That's kind of the way that I <clears throat> see it is what That's I'm trying to say. kind of, be, but also a scratch golfer is an expert at their home course. Mm-hmm. They're only playing one, typically one course over and over and over and over sure, and over again. Sure. So if the PGA Tour shows up at their course, yes. But if that scratch golfer typically goes and plays another course that they're unfamiliar with, they it, it will be an L. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's huge. You're you're an expert at one course typically as a scratch golfer, mm-hmm. and I'm being insanely general on in what I'm saying. Absolutely. A good golfer is a good golfer, but yeah, yeah I mean it's it's different. Like a scratch golfer goes out and is maybe going to shoot around par ish mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but a a professional golfer anytime they step foot on the course a course record is in jeopardy yeah 
And it's no. just a different way of, of thinking about it. We talk about like the cut line yeah. on, a P, on a PGA Tour round. It feels like with the PGA Tour pros, it is so minute, mm-hmm. the difference between them that these stats that we're talking about right now mm-hmm. are much bigger than what we think yeah. because of the amount of days that yep. they play and the amount of tour pros that are in sure. these tournaments, you know? Sure. That handicap golfer may get them two or three out of 10 times, mm-hmm. but goodness gracious, they got to do that for four days in a row. That's right. not happening. That's not happening. That's not happening. And so. like when you get down to like a three handicap, tell me how hard it is to get down to scratch from a three handicap because that's when like literally every little detail matters. Also, we'll just go in terms of like how they like plot their way around the course. Pros approach the, the golf course from the back of the green to the tee box. The average player approaches... I go up, I see the fairway, okay, this is how it, it should go. And the a pro is thinking about the hole the exact opposite of how the average golfer is thinking about the hole. Yeah. The average golfer thinks tee box to, to the pin. Not even the hole, it's just to the pin. Right. And it is just a different way of looking at it. And the final thing I'll say on this one is pros are looking for any tiny edge they can get. Like the littlest of the little details matter. Whereas like the average golfer is looking for, well, what is the quickest fix? You know what I mean? Yeah. The mentality from pro to average golfer is entirely different. And they're almost flipped of pros are always working for the long haul. They're always looking to peak for the majors, you know, whereas the average golfer is looking to, okay, what is the quickest way I can get there? Because I can only practice one to two hours a week. How do I make this happen as quickly as possible? Yeah. It is an entirely different shift in mindset of pros are entirely, please don't get me wrong. Pros are entirely happy to win a tournament, but there's four or five tournaments a year that they really, really care about to have their name etched on the trophy and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And to know that everybody around you on the same tour is looking to peak at the exact same time as you is a different atmosphere than what any of us are accustomed to. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I'm getting from our conversation is that they've had the resources this entire time to get them to where they need to be, where you and I just don't have those resources. What are those resources? The coaching that they have, Mm -hmm. the knowledge that they've gained along the way. I just started playing golf like a month or month, a year ago. Mm -hmm. I have so much more to figure out and I'm so far behind them that it almost feels like I won't even be able to reach where they're at because of the coaching that they have, mm-hmm. the people that they're connected to. They get those little tidbits and that information along the way. And also the biggest thing, obviously, they get to train eight hours a day doing what they need to do for golf. I get potentially an hour or two each day. Yeah. That 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 bell curve is just so massive. If they're golfing at five and six years old, they're already in that quick fix phase that you and I are like – that huge. We go through. That's huge, yeah. But as they get better and better at golf, and as long as they stay in the system, they now start looking forward towards, okay, well, I have this tournament coming up. Let me go. Whatever I place in this tournament, who cares, you know? Yep. It's more of a long-term mindset as opposed to a short-term mindset. When we get off the clock, any time that we spend going to the range, our brain is already fried, by the way. It's huge. So like you're not, golf is not getting your 100% attention. I don't care what you say. You've been in front of a computer all day. It's not the same. Whereas they are waking up and hitting golf balls. It's getting their, it is getting their number one priority all the time. And it's getting maybe our fourth or fifth priority. And you talked about long-term goals. Yep. 
when you're doing it for that long, you can truly trust the process. With us, you talked about like the quick fix stuff of, of even a scratch golfer. When you're only dedicating an hour a day, it's yeah. – t- I mean, let's be honest. We're human. It's tough to stay on it that is, process. It is. I can add one more quick thing. They can hit almost any shot on demand. I mean, it's like when Tiger got on tour, he calls – he like the, the nine shots, the nine windows and everything like that. He was one of the few golfers that could do it, and now almost every golfer can do it to hit all those shots through the nine windows. I you have draw, straight, and cut. You have the shot shapes, mm-hmm. and then you have low, mid, high. Yeah, those it's are kind of like windows. a yeah. I get what you're saying. And almost every golfer can hit all of them now. Yeah. Which when he first started out, no, he changed the game, man. And he could do it like if you did it at the top of his backswing. There's videos of it. He it's says, the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Of I think it was him and Johnny Miller who could do it. Of you could go to the top of the backswing, say low draw, and he's doing it, on, and that's the craziest golf thing I've ever seen. Is that? That's and insane. now it's just every day. One of the biggest things in college that we did was we set up legitimately. We set up two machines, and it's a little bit different. But one's throwing a ball at 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Another one's like an 80 mile an hour slider. And it's like you just have to react because, I mean, look, that's what you do in a game, right? But that's like one of the biggest training aids that you can do just to kind of fix it. That it's literally sounds though. impossible, by the way. It's 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 tough. I mean, that's that's part of it though, right? I mean, yeah. that's just like the training part of it. So what you're talking about with, with uh, Tigers is pretty crazy. fascinating. If you guys are enjoying the channel, please like, follow, subscribe. It would really mean the world to us. Uh, we just started – Really excited what we're building. So if you guys want to join the My Pure Golf plan, please like and follow. Thank you guys. Well done. It's great. Completely. <laughs> Christmas is coming up. It is. And we're trying to get into the Christmas theme. By the way, before we start this new topic, mm-hmm. uh, I've been trying to get more into Christmas. Okay. So one of the biggest things I'm doing is I'm forcing myself to mm-hmm. watch as many Christmas movies as possible. Okay. And I will update you as I go along. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I started like after Thanksgiving Yep. and we're recording this on November 30th. Um, and I have gotten through two movies so far. What movies? Yes. Uh, there's so many. So Elf. that's a good guess. No, uh, I've watched home alone one okay. and home alone two. So okay. Okay. we're going down the list. Which one do you like better? We just had this debate at Thanksgiving. Do you like one I or think, two? I think I like two better. I like two better. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. I think they came out with more after, but it's not even. I'm, I won't even give those a watch after no, two. No, no yeah. shot. No yeah. shot. Um, and I'm just like thinking of the concept of the movies. It's so dumb. The fact that he got left a second time. Right. That's besides the point. We're gonna we're not gonna get into that whole topic of things. So <laughs> what am I asking Santa to bring me for my golf game? What are you asking Santa to bring you for your golf do game? Do you want me we'll to list all three or uh, do you want me to You can shoot off one. one out of yeah, well, I'm asking one. for since I ordered myself uh new golf clubs, I'm asking for grips for my golf clubs because Ooh. we're kind of just building them very custom right here do you so we did a podcast earlier talking about you getting back into golf and yeah. potentially competing again yeah. uh do you want to list the clubs that you bought or do you want to leave it out of this podcast i'm leaving it out of this podcast. <laughs> i didn't I know will, if you wanted to get into that the the grips i'll say are the they they are actually called pure grips which Love goes that. right and right. Yeah. Got in line, wow right in line with what we do yeah and it is the wrap version of the grips do there are make, many different 
do we make grips and you're just not telling me about it? No, like, I, is that what's going on? Gosh, I wish we did. <laughs> but no, I love these things, man. That's They're, awesome. They are what was on the clubs that I gave you when, when you first had them. Yeah. They were like blue. I love those, too. Yeah, I, w- I wish I didn't have to swap them out. but That's know. what I'm asking Santa for. Heck yeah. Are you getting the blues? Like the light blues? Is that what you're doing? Um, so, spoiler alert, I asked Santa for specifically um, five blue Five yellow and then five pink. We're splitting it up a little bit. Heck yeah, so, man. Yeah, Heck yeah. yeah. Wedges and woods will be different and the, the irons will be there. That's I, that's too. sweet. I actually like the way that you do that. Thank you. Thank I you. hate my basic black ones now. <laughs> Anyways, that should be what I'm asking Santa. No. First thing I'm going to ask Santa is for a gosh darn healthy wrist. That's okay. the first one. A gosh darn healthy wrist. I haven't talked about it on camera yet, but uh, I started on the YouTube channel, My Road to Break 80, mm-hmm. okay? And the next video that I have been trying to record, I don't know if we're going to release this before or after episode two, um, I've been trying to just record me playing a full round mm-hmm. for people just to see. And I haven't been able to because I my wrist has been hurt for over a month now. Yeah. And it has pissed me off to no end in regards to what I want to do for the page, what I want to do for the channel. Yeah. And I just want to say, Santa, like, if you've got a wrist out there, man, you know, put just me on bring, the good list. Bring, put me on the good list. Let's swap out some wrists, man. So little, little donor. Little... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, right? I know. Okay. Okay. My second one, actually, I mean, that's funny that you mentioned that. Mine would be a healthier left side of my body. That is what I'm asking. Okay. (laughs) Because we got got knee, we got ankle, and then I I have my wrist as well. Really? Injured, yeah. Yeah. I broke my wrist a while ago. How long ago? Years ago, but again, I guess you didn't do the rehab. Yeah, if you feel it a little bit. Yeah, I... I'm not. I shouldn't even say how I broke my wrist, yeah, but I fell good. off the basketball hoop. Is what I did. Nice. I, I donked and good fell stuff. off and landed on my wrist. It was great. Good stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. my gosh. Okay. Um. These are all. These are all good. Good asks. Uh. My second thing of what I'm asking Santa to bring me for my golf game. Hit yep. the ball further, dude. That's what I'm asking for. My gosh. So hit the ball further. You know okay. my story. I uh, swap from lefty to righty. I played. Uh, baseball and I played it professionally so like lefty crushing the ball like Mm -hmm. I know exactly what I'm doing the right side oh my gosh when I'm playing like for example if I end up having to play the tips because of who I'm playing with Mm -hmm. and then my second shot I'm using a four or five iron that does not make me feel good on any par four so uh it's that's kind of the second thing and like it's I get it it's part of the process Mm -hmm. part of the process like part of the process um But yeah, that's the second thing I want Santa to bring. Do you just want to try swinging left-handed with the left-handed clubs that we have in here? I've thought about it. And I've thought about doing it for a video. Go for it. I've thought about taking the whole bag out, no practice at all, yeah. and just going to play like nine, like nine holes and see what happens. Go with it. My third one is um, I would I would like a new driver for Christmas Heck this yeah. year. I mean, I know the new equipment is coming out next year. And I probably will gear more towards TaylorMade, the driver, but I'm open for for anything. So we'll we'll see. But I am asking for a new driver. Got a lot of people connected with a lot of different companies. It's interesting that you said TaylorMade. I know. Okay, I've got, I, 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 I'm biased. Yeah, I mean, I got a TaylorMade driver too. Yeah. So it makes sense. I got you. Yeah, I think it'd be. I'd be think it'd be really sick if Pure Golf like is rocking like Pure Golf stuff through and through, like on yeah. the course. That's okay. kind of the third thing that I want. So yeah. you want Santa to bring Pure Golf merch is what you would like. Potentially, yeah. Okay. Pure Golf bags? Wow, oh, man. They, they, they have a jump on that. <laughs> um, yeah. That's it.
Thank you guys for watching. (laughs) Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Whatever I have to say. We'll do...